Everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host, and today on the show we have Joyce Meyer, and she's talking to us about facing difficult things, and it's basically about handling different people and different situations. and And as she's a leader, how it can be challenging to lead when people don't want to follow; they might want special you know, provisions because, oh, they're your friend and what different things like that. And so she also talks about something that really hits home to me, and that is just really following your dream. Like if God has called you to do something, to not be afraid to do it, to keep it in the back of your mind, and that it doesn't always happen overnight. Actually, it never happens overnight. It's like God puts this dream in your heart, you know, when you're younger and then as years pass, you're like, oh my gosh, is it ever going to come to pass? Is the door ever going to open? Or you know, And that's kind of at a place that I've been in before, just wondering, God, why did this dream come to me? I've even asked so many times before, God, why do I have this dream? Like, is it really from you? Because I just don't know. I don't always see things coming to fruition the way that they seem like they should. But you know, she talks about how it's important for us to really keep the faith and to keep going towards it and to not give up. Here's Joyce. You know, I've written somewhere like about 150 books and, and you don't do that running around all the time. Yeah. You know, so I have, I, it's necessary for me to spend a lot of time alone mm-hmm. to study, to prepare, to get the messages, to pray. And so I've, I had to learn that being alone didn't mean that you had to be lonely. Mm. And now I, I really love and cherish my time alone. It, it actually is one of the things that restores me more than anything else. And I think any time that you're the leader, you have to be a little bit careful who you choose for friends. Right. You know, it's um, that's not saying that people are are bad, but, you know, some people would try to take advantage of that. They start wanting you to do things for them, or they start asking questions they shouldn't be asking and things like that. And so after getting hurt a few times, after choosing my own friends, Mm -hmm. I had to learn to let God really give me divine connections in my life. I mean, you're a leader here. No matter what decision you make, you can't make one that everybody's going to like. Very true. You know, we, we get like, for example, in these focus meetings about what to name a book or or a book cover or something like that. And always, invariably, half the people like one thing and half the people like something else. And then that leaves me or you with the decision to make, and you can't you can't always make one that everybody is going to like. Exactly. Have you experienced any loneliness in the position that you're in? You know, so much more than I ever expected. It's very true, and I think it's very true for people in leadership because you do have to be careful. And you you have to use wisdom in the people that you are connected with, but also you have to make you have to have tough conversations. Maybe that's right. the best way to say it. As a leader, if your goal really is to help other people grow, right. then you have to be that person who's willing to show them some areas right. that they can grow in, and people don't always love that. So it can it can be lonely. I've found ways 
to um, make it better, like you said, connect with the right people, enjoy the time that I right. do have on my own. But I have before said, you know, God, can can you bring me somebody that I can have a connection with? Right. Yeah. When you're in a position of leadership, many times you're misunderstood. Mm -hmm. uh, people don't always understand why you make the decisions that you make or... Right. Maybe if you do have to have a hard conversation, they don't they don't understand because they're just looking at it from their viewpoint. Like, for example, we have guidelines about, let's say, vacation time. Well, so it's not infrequent for somebody, especially if they think they know you pretty well, to say, you know, well, could you do me a favor and let me do this, which is not part of our guidelines. And I have to tell them if I do it for you, then I have to do it for everybody. And people, anytime they want to hear yes and you tell them no, they don't like yeah, it. nobody likes So that. that's lonely, too, whenever yeah. you feel like that you're doing your best to try to manage things the best way that you can, and people just don't understand it. You mentioned with that when people who have the call of God on their lives are often unique individuals. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about that, because that is very true. Well, like even before— I knew that I was called to ministry. I just didn't seem to like or enjoy a lot of the things that other women that I knew did. Sure. Like I so wasn't, you feel different. Yeah. I, I was always a little more serious, and uh, I always wanted things to matter. I didn't want to do frivolous things, and I wasn't interested in the coffee clutching and gossiping and mm -hmm. the home decorating parties and things like that. Not that there's anything at all wrong with that, but it just wasn't what God was calling me to do. Right. And many times I felt like, you know, I was just really strange and and weird, and I, I learned that I was unique mm -hmm. and that God built me as a unique person for the call on my life that right. he had. One of the things that was yeah. really hard for me is what I call the silent years. And you see them in Jesus' life. You see them in the life of John the Baptist. Like, Jesus was dedicated at eight days old in the temple, and you don't hear anything else about him until they go for the census, and he was like 12 or 13, I think. And then you don't hear anything about him again until he's 30. And so... All it says, all the Bible says about those years is he grew. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and it says the same thing about John the Baptist. He grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God. And see, a lot of people don't realize that when God calls you to do something, you may not yet be qualified to do it. The call is there, and you think it's going to happen right away, but God's got a lot of work that he's got to do in you. And I, th I think about it like the caterpillar that's becoming a butterfly, and that caterpillar spins a web around itself, and it usually is on the backside of a branch. A lot of times the things that God has to do in us, they're better off done in private, not out where everybody can see them. That's a great point. And, uh, and be grateful so, for that. Right. But those silent years are hard because what I mean by silent years is you have this dream and this vision, mm -hmm. and you're not sure if you're crazy or if it's really going to happen. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like one part of you can't give up because God's put something in your heart, but then you don't see God doing anything. 
And so that makes it challenging. And so I really want to encourage people, if they have a, a dream or a vision from God, something that they feel pretty firmly that God wants them to do, you don't expect it to happen overnight because it doesn't. You'll go through different things, and every one of those things will be valuable to you if you let them. That was Joyce Meyer, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under Facing Difficult Things, Joyce Meyer, Enjoying Everyday Life. You can also find out more information about her at JoyceMeyer.com. I hope that you have a wonderful day today and that you know just how much you are loved and that you can live a 320 life more than you can imagine. God bless.